welcome back to the number one bird disrespecting podcast. We have a very good guest today, bird respecter. Are you ready to break the curtain? I'm just kidding. Welcome back to the Ain't Shit Show. We're here. We actually do have bird respecter. Um, he's stepping in for um, not just bird respecter, Hassan at Nabi, bird who, respecter. Yeah, at bird respecter. Yes, uh, he's stepping in for Hassan Nabi, who backed out. Um, he found out this is a poo poo pee pee racist podcast. Well, he also found out that there is a possibility that Sam Hyde could show up, and he does not want the smoke yeah. because he's a coward. Well, I like a to say about myself: boy. if you can't get Sam Hyde, get Caleb, get Bird Respector, because that's what I yeah, am. Yeah, exactly. Right? I'm the big K Cola <laughs> Sam Hyde. That's what I'm known most yeah. for. You're yeah, you're the crown. You're the, the royal the, crown. The, the RC crown cola. Royal. Yeah, yeah, the RC cola. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm the the fucking Jewish Sam Hyde. That's what I am. It's fine. I'm I'm the Harito's version of Stavros. So like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I love it. And I'm it your girl out. pal, Doctor Shogath. Yeah. Hi, Doctor Shogath has his own. Uh, you've you've uh, Shoggy has drunkenly. I don't know if he remembers this, but has drunkenly admitted to me that the way he's he is um, the Chris Chan mm-hmm. that didn't fuck his mom, and I. <laughs> I that like is, that. They about are Shoggy. calling you know me the I mean? Chris Chan that didn't fuck his mom of the the accelerationism yeah. <laughs> of the left. Here. Yeah, yeah, of, of the acceleration left. Come on. <laughs> I okay, okay. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say this. Uh, I don't know what kind of politics you guys' pod has. I've only listened. I'm gonna be real. I've only listened to like four episodes. It's Chinese very funny. Chinese style and I've state it. capitalism. <laughs> no, I. Uh, love the Chris Chan saga. I've been following... And I'm not saying that I endorse it. I'm not saying that it's good. It's the most horrific thing that's happened on the internet, probably. Um, And it's all Chris Chan's fault, to be clear. (laughs) I've been following this shit, because so, like, if you go to the um, original, like, Something Awful Chris Chan uh, uh, thread, my my SA account is in there. You know, and I'm not saying that I endorsed Mm it. This was before we knew uh, many things about Chris Chan, but I've been following it since like very, very, very early. And, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know, man, it's fucked up. It's something, it's like a, it's how long has that been now? 15 years or something like that. It's like a 15 year car wreck. You can't look away from. Yeah, absolutely. Started in 2007. I want to say something like that. I don't know. It's been forever. Um, I personally like not, I have an, an interest in it, but I have, like, I'm much more... Okay, so, to answer the first part, politics. The homie, the ancient show podcast politics is free my homie. We're homie. Right? <laughs> well, right. we talked homie. about this on the on the episode earlier before it crashed. We like, just lost, yeah. I'm definitely yeah. pro-homie. I'm a homieism convert. Um, but as you know, like, obviously the Christian yeah. thing is very fucked up but uh it is something that i just i've watched the entire documentary twice through i've been in it from the beginning and uh yeah i'm i'm glued i'm glued to it i'm legitimately interested in um kind of okay my interest in it is far more philosophical which is i this sounds like a, being a condescending dick but like i i find it fascinating from like a Deleuzian perspective correct like, Deleuze is the exact term I would use we, we, fucking yeah, around. Yeah. I have my copy yeah, of Antihedipus yeah, yeah. has multiple I'm serious multiple highlighted Chris <laughs> like a pencil mark next to it like CWC question mark imagine doing yeah, like so, cinema one plus two but it's all of Chris Chan's like comics I've thought about doing a Chris yeah, Chan no. podcast, actually. I've also thought about doing a Chris Chan play, a Chris Chan novel, a yeah. Chris Chan epic poem in the style of Ezra Pound's Cantos, a Chris Chan uh, piece. I'm just trying to figure out what am I supposed to do with this thing that I've lived through and taken part in and experienced. I have to find some kind of creative use for it, but then... Yeah. Like I had okay, good, so I'm uh, in good company then. Okay, oh, at least it's interesting. I used to have, I used to have the burnt charter mains of the original medallion that was stolen by Icarus. I used to have those in a Swisher sweet box on my desk. <laughs> I used to use the key ring. The little key ring that Chris used to attach it to their necklace was the key ring that I used on my scooter. Are you uh, geographically close to all that, Virginia? No, 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 no. No, no. So it traveled to you. That's uh, Yeah, I found out about it sometime between when 
Something Awful did, because I didn't join Something Awful until a couple of years after that. And uh, I remember I'd read Chris Chan's Encyclopedia Dramatic, or Encyclopedia Jesus Dramatic Christ. article a few times. And I logged in one day to see if there's any updates, and I saw Chris's bent duck staring back at us. And I, that's kind of like, that, in my mind, is like, when I found Chris Doesn't Matter, that was when it really began. I was like, mm-hmm. maybe I should read Sonichu. Maybe I should I buy every issue in- of Sonichu that's been uh, vanity printed and keep them on my toilet as reading material for guests, which I haven't done yet, but yeah. I was deep into the like 4chan stuff yeah. long before anyone else, and that's how I found out about Christian was through 4chan. I have had and so like, I actually didn't find out about something awful, which is crazy, because I did not find out about something awful until like two years ago. Hmm. That's I didn't know. You missed I the boat. I had no idea that it was... I, well, I think that I was just on a different boat. I've talked about this before on like my other, uh, um, like we, I, the way the reason why everything is the way it is. My like personal opinion on it. The reason why everything is fucked up, and is and is bad on the internet. Why the vibes are so stinky on the internet, is because of My Little Pony, and how the media reacted to it. Mm-hmm. Right, like how the media was essentially being like, oh, these these like nerd dudes want to be like they're like it's a girl show and that kind of like it the reaction to it has fucked our vibes on the like on the internet forever it's the media's fault that's like my personal opinion on this whole thing but beyond that um on on the episode where i like go deeper and talk into that uh i fucking talk about my experience on the internet because when i was on the internet i didn't have access to like an i didn't have a pc i didn't have anything i had like a the library computer and the w- way that I justified going online was because I only had like three. I it was we had three hours. You could be on the internet for three hours at the at, for like a day, and then they cut you off at the fucking uh, library. And I did that every day, like because I was addicted. So I, I mean, that's a good system, though. If you're addicted, day. you only get three hours. That's a, that that works. Yeah. So the way that I felt like the way that I was on was like if I'm on here, I have to learn something. I have to look in something like, and I was an edge lord kid, and so like my first, what I was looking for was like, how to build bombs and shit, right? And the place to learn that was a was a website called RottenEggs.com. I remember RottenEggs. And from, yeah, from Rot, I was dude, I was huge on RottenEggs.com. Like I wasn't like big on it. <laughs> Can I ask I a quick question? How old are you? I'm thirty three. Okay, so just a little bit younger than me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You were too and, young and so to be like, on Rotten Eggs for sure. But so was I. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And I was literally, I, I had to be like maybe 13. Exactly. I was probably 13. too busy to, I never heard of that webpage. I was probably too busy having cyber sex uh, through the Team Rocket <laughs> fucking Yahoo group role play fucking shit. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, so I was learning about, I learned how to do like color revolution shit, right? Where like, like, like I, I learned, I, I have a, have a, man <laughs> my brain is fucked up that gave me deep and then it it put me on to shit that i didn't i got like a taste of skepticism youtube but i got a different side of skepticism youtube that everyone else got because a lot of people i know got like they got into youtube like skepticism youtube through gaming reviews and shit like yeah and, you know gamer gauge shit popped off and the, it's kind of like that funnel right and like sa kind of pops in like something awful kind of pops into that this whole like there's like a whole pipeline to it right and but i was always on a weirder part because where i was at was i was on like conservative like sovereign citizen forums right (laughs) reading about how like you don't have to pay taxes if you can fight your local mayor (laughs) (laughs) yeah absolutely right learning some lore 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 on the lore yeah, yeah, yeah. No, legitimately. Behind so, like, the scenes, learning... coffee table book episode. <laughs> one of the wildest, one of the wildest things I've ever seen. There's, there was ways for them. There was dudes on there who used to have like five minute YouTube rants, and that was what they got famous for. And it was wild to me because they were incredibly racist, but by today's standards, wildly ro- like woke, like just the most woke shit I've ever heard. Like they were anti-war, we right? Like at a time them. when most people were like into. Oh, yeah, no. Well, in 2004, they were, like, wildly anti-war. They were like, yeah, we can't go to war. Like, we, you know, 2004 is, like, the fucking heat. Like, oh, yeah, like Lou Rockwell types, like Ron Paul types. Like, I don't, we, I'm no, anti-war. Not. I think war is fucked up because 
very strange right wing reasons involving like protectionism yeah. and not yeah no they were like we, should, we don't belong Spooner. I mean, I'll be real. Oh, I was like was a like... libertarian when I was that age up until probably I went to college um, just because like I had a lot of homies that were gay and like did drugs and stuff. And it was like, well, Republicans, and Democrats both like hate everybody who I care about and I hate the war. But libertarians were like, yeah, fuck the war. Do drugs. Be gay. Who cares? Uh, you know, it was a it was a different time for sure. That's why I became I a libertarian. That's why I went back to being a libertarian kind of in the last few years. Like, I'm done with this shit. I live in Montana. Doesn't fucking matter. I'm a libertarian again. <laughs> Buy me some bitcoins. <laughs> fucking I mean I'm like I've a, a I'm a liber I'm a socialist libertarian, not a libertarian socialist. Dude. The other way around. I've been a I've been a communist since I was thirteen, but like how I got into it wasn't like radicalized. It was because it was a, it was the funniest answer. <laughs> what are you valid fucking communist like yes it was pretty funny yes. by 2013 right. yeah yeah it was well no this is like 2003 oh. you know what people be like oh you don't want to borrow what are you some kind of fucking communist and he's like yes correct absolutely oh communist yeah communist. correct yeah, comrade. That's, like libertarian yeah, for that's why I, no no no. that's why i became a communist like literally for for comedic reasons and then i was like well i guess if i'm gonna be like telling people i'm a communist i should read about it <laughs> you leaned into <laughs> the bit too hard <laughs> Yeah, that yeah, fucking rocks, way man. too hard into the bit. <laughs> well, like that's my entire life is just it, it's that, right? Like how I found out I was bisexual was because I jokingly blew a guy, and then next thing you know, I'm gay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Fuck! Oh, all right, fuck! I guess I enjoyed it. I guess I had a good time doing it." <laughs> that's, that's my whole life is me doing bits and then realizing that, like, no, actually, I like that. <laughs> that fucking that kicks good, ass, actually. Dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's bad. It's it's super bad for my health. Like, um, I I make insane mistakes constantly for sucking because dick? I'm using like, no, no, no. I make no, insane that, mistakes mistake. when I'm sucking. No, no, <laughs> yeah, just catastrophic <laughs> injuries. My father no, died uh... in a tragic dick sucking accident. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No, I've like uh. I took the job that I have currently, right? Like the job that I have currently is a I'm like a beer merch. Yeah, merch like, guy. Yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the job I literally took the job so that I can do union bits. So I'm like, hey pal, hey yo, what the fuck, pal? Like, oh hey yo, I'm in the union, pal. I don't fucking know how to do. Take it up I with the foreman. That's the not my fucking job. Yeah, and I, now here I am like a pro labor guy, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> fucking out of the blue. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Seeing, the leftism yeah, to yeah. pro-labor pipeline it's real folks yeah the, <laughs> the jokingly the jokingly communist to real communism fucking pipeline i'm gonna that, be real with you man like i worked on a lot of construction crews over the years and uh i think that really because you're not gonna reach a lot of these guys are like i'll just say i'm not being classist or whatever because i'm also like equally stupid and poor and whatever but like a lot of these guys are like reactionary hoopla heads and like you're not going to reach yeah, them yeah, like hey, you gotta read uh, thomas and carl you gotta do theory yeah. you know you have like the only way to get these guys is to like be funny and then bring up like salient points mm -hmm. it works yeah no leg legitimately yeah uh one of the guys that i was working with wanted to be like he was about to quit and go work for like a bevmo or something yeah, and then he's like, "But dude, it's a it's a dollar more." I'm like, "Yeah, but you're not in the union anymore." And he's like, "But it's a dollar more." And I was like, "Bro, like," and I accidentally, I was able to like talk him out of it. And I was like, "At Bevmo, if you decide to take a fucking nap on the job, and that nap is thirty minutes longer than it should have been, <laughs> your ass is grass." Whereas here, you might get promoted, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's that's a plus here, dude. Like, you know, what I'm saying? they're looking for guys like that doing shit like that here. Well, like so, you're you're you know, giving like, up security for like what twelve hundred bucks a year or something after taxes. A dollar more. Yeah, yeah, literally a dollar more. Like, think about it like that. Like, put it in the in the way that the terms of the salesman, even the sales pitch. You know, like in all honesty, that's been my biggest beef, right? Is because like I was a marketing demon. I have this problem. I was too, by the way. We should talk about like that later. Yeah. Hell yeah. I got two. I got a big problem in my brain. And it's, I've always had this problem. And that's that I have unga bunga brain, like a, like a very strong unga bunga grind set yep. where I'm like, kind of like, no, me strong, mm -hmm. me lift rock, me get stronger. And like that kind of, you know, approach. But there's like a darkness to it where I'm kind of like, me could trick this other guy, right? Like, <laughs> me, me, right? And, and that, that kind of shit, that, 
that little it's cle- it's a like a furtive cleverness mm-hmm. where every now and then I find myself being clever. It's like Plato's the cave, position. but if they don't if it doesn't work, you just kill him with a stick or a rock or something. It's like Plato's the cave, but like I'm like I'm in the cave. I'm a caveman, but I'm also the guy like you know putting the fire. Yeah, and being like, oh, you know, yeah, yeah, dude. Right? Mm-hmm. Like that's right. Like I feel like the orchestrator of the cave, and that's it's not a good like that's like a mini know. Joe Rogan situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do feel like the smartest guy. Uh, I do feel like the smartest guy that has ever merged beer, right? Mm-hmm. But that's <laughs> that's not like a fucking. That's not a a, a huge. I'm I'm not swimming in a big vast lake. Mm-hmm. I'm also, as Shogs has eloquently put it, I'm the dumbest guy that's ever read the lose. You know what I, mean? I don't know, man. Uh, I'm on the pod now, so I might be taking that for him. I'm stupid as fuck. But There's always a dumber fish. Mm. Yeah. There's always yeah. There's always a dumber guy, I guess. No, but I. I mean, not I really. Eventually, there is. You do it at a point where, like, no, there is eventually going to be a guy who is the dumbest. Like, it's kind of like Chris Chan's whole thing. It's like, there's got to be. There's always somebody worse. They finally hit Chris. Is like, there they are. There's. There <laughs> is the bottom of the barrel. But then you start finding out that. Well, I guess they were at the time, but like, the. I don't want to say lol cow, but the type of guy industrial complex has made great strides in the last 15 years to the point where Chris Chan is kind of like the Sonic fandom. The Sonic fandom used to be notoriously one of the worst fandoms in the internet. And without anything Mm -hmm. in the Sonic fandom really changing. A few years later, Mm -hmm. about uh, 15 years later exactly, actually. uh, Mm -hmm. Generally pretty well regarded as far as fandoms go. Yeah. It's K-pop now. Yeah. It's, it's, it's K-pop is the worst. And they took over for like happened. Steven Universe or something. The, yeah, accel- they- the, the acceleration <laughs> of the process continues. Exponential scale, garbage time running out, etc. I think eventually there's going to have to be a war for the most toxic fan base between K-pop stands and Swifties. And I think, I don't know so that Taylor any of us Swift- are going to survive. Yeah, no, Taylor Swift... My my hot take on Taylor Swift is that she's like a, she was built in like a lab. She's like yeah. in an Argentinian correct. genetic lab. Correct. She's an SS like like super warrior, right? Also correct. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know how. She's, listen, I have no proof. I'm just no. You're just right. Like the vibe I get from her. Mm-hmm. Right? I agree. Yeah, but also, I wouldn't want her to hear me saying that. <laughs> well, exactly, man. She's got she's got dude, man. Taylor she's got Swift, soldiers. Turn off, turn off the show right now. She's got hitters. Yeah, yeah she's got. <laughs> And they, they're just subbosses. You know, like, if Taylor Swift's fans disappeared and you had to face her, she, she would be, like, the actual final boss. It's like, at last Absolutely. you've reached me. I do think that she um, is some sort of demon. What is a yeah, man? No, I agree. Nothing but a miserable pile of secrets. <laughs> Perhaps the same could be said for also, all fandoms. I, I also think that... Uh, my, I, I don't mean, know what Taylor Swift actually talks like. <laughs> I saw her. She in talks cats. like every white woman I've ever worked for. <laughs> but there's like a, there's definitely like, there's a type of person that exists, and I'm having, I'm running into them less, and I think that's like part of why, like, man, I've been on like such a good emotional and mental like health kick for mm. a while, right? Like since I started this new job, my brain has been off. I've been having a good time. Like I, I check in. I find out about upsetting things online and my, my initial laugh is like, that's pretty funny. I should riff on that. And that's it. Like, not, I don't have the inclination of like, everything is bad. I'm dying. This is a horrible feeling. Like, why, why is everything like this? I don't have that anymore. Mm-hmm. I have this like, instead I have this will to be like, you know, and what if it was the N word, Batman? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right, yeah, like that's to do, such like, a powerful to... place to be, dog. Like, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> I don't have that now, but I have had that, and I'm striving for it again. Yeah, I, well, the reason why is because I was I spent like like three years in hell at my last job doing marketing mm-hmm. and like working in the belly of the beast of the Silicon Valley. Like you said, you were doing events stuff for Uber. I did do event stuff for Uber. So okay, all right. <laughs> now it's time to swap some Back fucking in- war stories. Yeah, yeah. I used to do event stuff for the Uber office, but when I started at Uber, I remember this. I like remember it clear as day. When I got the job offer at Uber, it was like 2011, and 
I didn't know what a fucking Uber was. Nobody knew what a fucking Uber was. was. Oh, it's a cab. Cool. I get the job. Yeah. So I get the job, and I remember, like, asking the lady, because my job at the time was they literally just needed a guy to clear all the mugs off the desk and throw them in the washer. And that was my job. Sure, yeah. And I got paid, and I got paid like, 15 bucks an hour to do it, which at the time was great money. incredible money. Yeah. And so I was just like, yeah, I'll I'll do this. And so, like, and especially I'm not, I didn't graduate high school. Like, everyone I knew was like, I'm starting my NASA internship today, right? And like, and I'm like, I uh, found ten dollars. <laughs> right? Like, I'm doing good. Yeah, you know? you know, things are really looking up for me. But um, I met through like happenstance. I met some guy, and he fucking gave me a job. That was the job. And I remember my orientation going in, and the lady asking me. She goes like, "Oh, have you ever had this kind of like work experience before?" And I was like, "You mean like washing like, mugs? Yeah. What do you mean?" Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. She, but because go, it's a like, tech company, company, like, have you ever worked for a tech company? Have you ever washed mugs for a tech company? Like, fuck you. No, well, I asked her. I was like, what is it? So, like, I, I'm a little confused because I like to do my homework. I was like, what what does this company actually, like, do? And then she goes, taxis, I think. Is what, <laughs> what dog? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which I didn't know what that meant. I was just like, cool sick i guess that's the way it's gonna be then so then i yeah so then i just took the job and i did that and i did it for six months and then pretty soon like i got the i got the reason why i got like a better job was like very racistly was because like what (laughs) what happened was uh when i was working and everything i was just silent most of the day and they were gonna hire some they hired like three more people and they were just like oh well we need a supervisor and then they were like Marcus, do you speak Spanish? And I was like, no. And then the moment I answered no and like in perfect English, they're like, that's a supervisor. Right? Like, that's, <laughs> this is the guy we're going to talk to. Right? Like, this is, and that's, that's kind of how it went down. So I became uh, like a, like a front of, yeah, like a front and back of the house supervisor, like for a cafe shit. And then just through keeping working and just kind of keeping my mouth shut and, and fucking showing up every day and just being reliable, they eventually moved me into events coordinating and, Actually, the reason why I got into events coordinating was because I had seen some shit that I wasn't supposed to see, and I kept my mouth shut on it. Succession it shit. Like, yeah, but it wasn't even like it wasn't even like fucking any kind of real crime. What it was was someone spent more money than they should have, and I covered for them. I said there was breakage. I said yeah, yeah, there was a we we broke some wine bottles, and that's what that was. But it was someone just taking taking like two cases of fucking. A very expensive oh well you did the right thing then prosecco fuck it yeah yeah so i was just like yeah fuck it like it's i said yeah i, I broke those cases my bad and because i took my lickings you know what i mean I, I got fucking suspended the next next month i got suspended for like two days and then the next month i get fucking call back and they're like hey like we have an opening you want to take this opening and that's literally <laughs> that's how when that's how it went down right yeah. so i did that but I told I talk on another podcast that hasn't gone out yet, so I don't know if it's going to end up before or after this. But my function essentially was I was a sexual assault cover upper. No, I I listened to this on um. Yeah, yeah, I heard this. This yeah. is fucking yeah. grim. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, every time there was a fucking pro, like a big issue or something, they would just be like, "Time to throw a party, right? Time to fucking time to like time to boost morale." And they would call me and like, I would just do it. Like I, I wasn't like privy to them. I didn't see who went and what went down. I wasn't there for it. But essentially I started fucking figuring out when after every time I had a party, it was at the announcement of someone resigning or, or something <laughs> like a, a team member going, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It was like right before that shit would go down and it would happen quietly. And that, that was what my job was. And I was really good at it. And it made me feel like I, I didn't, realized the depth of how it would make me feel until until i lost that job and then i started like when i i got blackballed i wasn't able to really work anywhere else for a long time because of uh i called travis kalnick the ceo of uber a cocksucker to his face Fuck, hell yeah that's a whole other story but but he, he fucking he blackballed me and i wasn't able to work in like tech positions like facilities tech positions for a long time and i ended up fucking just my guilt got to the got to me on that because i realized like this is punishment like this is apt punishment for me like i 
my career is destroyed. I don't have a fucking... And t- I mean, even now, still to this day, I feel awful about it. Like, I feel like I deserve to be a merch instead of like... No, you did the coolest thing ever. You called the CEO of Uber a cocksucker to his face. You deserve <laughs> money. You deserve accolades for that, in my opinion. Nah, man. Uh, and if you want to give him like... money, go to patreon.com forward yeah. slash the homie collective. The homie collective, yeah. <laughs> the, uh... Be calling him a cocksucker happened, like, purely fucking, in, like, instinctual, right? What Like, how it went down was my mom was sick. Uh, I had to take a month off. Uh, fucking, uh, I'll just long story short because I've already told the story before. But, like, my mom was sick, had to fucking take a month off. There was a big issue with a huge event that we throw monthly. It fell apart, and they canceled it, like, three hours in the first day. It was a three-day event. It, they canceled it three hours within the first day Damn. because they couldn't pull it off. So then um, the the next month when I come back, he calls me into the war room, which was like his, he literally called it the war room, which was like his personal <laughs> fucking, uh, yeah, his personal like office where he would like, you know, make big decisions. He calls me into the war room with everyone else around me and we're all in there. And then he goes, he, he like does like the villain, the, the turnaround, you know what I mean? The, yeah, the, like the chair turnaround. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He does that. And I'm sitting at the desk with, like, two other people, and, like, my managers are sitting, in, like, in the meeting, and the HR lady's sitting there, too. And then he goes, why did you take the month off? And I said, my mom was sick. She had, you know, she had a stroke, and I needed a month to, to get her back to her feet. Like, she just barely started talking again and, and eating on her own, and, you know, that's... Yeah, I, reasonable. That's where my priorities were. Yeah, that's where my priorities were, and I apologize. That's what I said. That's where my priorities were, and I apologize. And he said... Some people I know would kill to be in your position. And he's like, your priorities should be with the company. And he goes, I've sacrificed so many things to be where I'm at in this company. And then I was like, I'm not willing to sacrifice my mom, you fucking Yeah, cocksucker. fuck you. Oh, my <laughs> yeah. God, dude. <laughs> and, like, literally, as soon as I said that, I was about to sit down. And then the two security guards that were, like, at the door, they were just like, don't sit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As, like, yeah, that's... That's kind of the way it went down, and that's I got fired for that. And yeah, it was, it was a fucked up. It was fucked up, but like, I don't know. My time in tech was even the last company that I worked for. I talked about this also. My, I've got like a stupid brain, right? Like I I have an addictive personality, hardcore, right? Like I was primed for addiction, but I've changed. I don't want to do like drugs, like like a normie right like i don't want to i don't want to drink or anything like that so i i find behaviors that i that i end up doing and those behaviors are like addictive behaviors and so like for a long time one of them was working right and so like for me when i was working at my old job it was totally normal for me to start at 5 a.m and not get home until 8 30 that night every Mm -hmm. day yeah yeah and that was just normal that's just regular right and like on on hard days i would just sleep in the parking lot and then shower at the um, because there's a shower at the office and i just kept a change of clothes under my desk and there would be times when i wouldn't even come home for like three or four days at a time for work for work right i'd sleep an hour here there in a nap room or something that's psychotic because there's no need for me to do that kind of shit but i did it and i (laughs) like they let me do it they gave me the they they were cheering me on the whole time. They were training me to do it. They were like, no, this is, this is good, Marcos. You keep doing this and you're going to fucking go places. You're going to go places. You're going places. When I, right before I lost my job, I found out that I lost my job on Twitter, by the way. Like I was working and I saw like, I saw we got added from like New York Times about a massive layoff. And I was like, oh, crazy. I wonder who's affected by that. Blink. My fucking laptop turned off. <laughs> Looks like it was me, I guess. And uh, so the way that it went down it was very fucked up. It was a very shitty. Everything was bad about it. But when when I was you know like every, when I was done, I mean I was dude I was devastated. Like I I thought I was gonna have to say goodbye to my mom because I I couldn't afford her medication. There was a lot of shit going on. Like I didn't know it was everything was all bad. And uh, fucking that job, I, I my job like training me to to be fucking uh, adamant about being hours at that point in time i literally used to fucking start my day at 5 a.m and i would answer like three or four thousand dms every day and i wouldn't i wouldn't get off of work until like seven or eight o'clock maybe sometimes 11 at night 
sleep for a few hours and start right back up again. Shogs and, and everybody else could attest to it. I was literally always online in a, in a horrible way. I was fucking the most depressed I'd ever been. I was, uh, I was falling, dude, I was falling apart. This new job I have on days when I'm fucking exhausted and tired, my boss will see me and be like, hey man, I'm paying you out for the day. Go home. Yeah. You don't need to bust your ass like that here. You don't need to fucking kill yourself. It's just beer. That, right, like that kind of stewardship, I guess, of like a another human being is crazy to me because I, I don't know how to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll, I'll, I'll tell him like, no, boss, I'm good. Don't, this, it feels like punishment. It feels like he's punishing me for resting, right? <laughs> like it's, yeah, it's, I don't know. Tech is a evil, man. It's a terrible fucking experience. Completely and totally dehumanizing. Yeah. Ugh, you damn. said you had war stories, man. Uh, man, I I haven't really worked directly with a ton of tech companies. I um, <laughs> I used to be definitely was a marketing pervert. I've actually been in marketing, uh, so I'm 36. I've been in marketing for basically my entire professional career. Oh yeah, career. 36, best age. Let's go, let's go. My back away. hurts and I'm tired. Um, stairs. <laughs> they build these stairs so much bigger than they. Did when I was a kid. <laughs> But pretty much into the last few years, I was like, uh, I, I for a while, a couple of years, I owned my own marketing firm, uh, and I worked mostly with like small to medium businesses and stuff like that. But I would contract out with some tech companies here and there, um, smaller. And then I did, um, I guess, what I could best describe as like astroturfing campaigns um, mm-hmm. for celebrities, individuals, brands, where you know. Um, somebody would post something that would go, you'd force it to go viral through nefarious means. And then through your army of like bot and alt accounts would like create fake discourse about it or whatever. Um, I did that shit on Reddit. Yeah. I did it for, uh, defense contractors. I did it for politicians. I did it for brands. I did it for celebrities. Um, (laughs) it was a very grim and dark experience. This was probably like eight years ago now uh it was a while back but it like kind of like broke my brain we're like you basically you're a social media manager quote unquote but what you're actually doing is like manipulating people's popular opinion about things um yeah. i'm not gonna say who or what or whatever because like i don't think i'd actually get sued but you know yeah, you, yeah. i signed some pretty scary <laughs> i mean like i had to get yeah, like yeah, clearance no, checks and it. stuff like that you know what i'm saying so yeah. um yeah yeah you know but like you think about what you're doing after a while and it's like really fucking fucked up and scary, like what you're doing. And, um, I don't know, like a lot of the stuff that I was doing, this was again, like eight ish years ago, started to get like phased out by automation and AI. So now I kind of wonder, like, <laughs> we're just now kind of learning about like open AI and chat GPT and stuff like that, what these things are doing. And, um, mm-hmm. I just wonder how much of like these bot accounts are, even remotely controlled by humans at this point it's kind of crazy my personal opinion on all that is that uh the ais could never do what we do which is like truly be psychotic you know what i'm saying like that's (laughs) they can't do that shock is gonna be (laughs) i i if there's one thing i've learned it's uh don't don't say you know what a computer can't do though like, mm, mm, give it a few years. Computer, a computer won't jerk off three times at once. Right? That's, not, <laughs> that's true. That's true. That is true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A computer's yeah, not going to like. Right? Uh, hey, but where'd you go? Where were you at for to. the last twenty minutes? Oh, I was going number three. Fuck you. If we if we gave a computer a dick and yeah. hands, it might start though. <laughs> they only they don't because they can't. But if they could, that doesn't mean they wouldn't. They, what, what, who knows what is... desires drive the machines? Who knows? Who knows why my watch wants to tell time? Why I want it to tell time? Why does it agree to do so? Correct. I don't. The computer would never beat off and justify it being like, "No, I'm just keeping my mind right and keeping it straight." Yeah, they would. Computers have learned to lie. Good. Computers have learned to lie to us. (laughs) So next is they'll learn to lie to themselves. But I look, man. I'm I've been having a great week. Well, last couple days, other than like the 20 minutes where I wake up before my brain works and I look at Twitter and I see somebody's like, "We don't talk enough about how 
cowboy hats are racist. And my brain oh, gets I saw really that. mad. Yeah, by the way. My brain gets super mad shit? for oh. like 15 minutes. And I remember it's like, no, this is it's... one retard somewhere off in the world. So I don't really care what they think. Why mm. I don't. And then like, I'm bad at it now. Because like, I see that. I was like, oh, time to write my take, my joke. And I'm like, don't. Fucking do not perpetuate the thing True. that makes That's you want really to That's really hard like, not to contribute the... to that, man. I know. It's in, and if you don't contribute to it, no one will pay attention to you. You'll never be part of anything. No one will listen to your podcast. No one will give you money on. You have to no really be good at it, though. Like to to like. No, no, okay. you don't. <laughs> have yeah, you seen you these dipshits out here? <laughs> yeah. That's just how I feel. Like if I'm gonna like participate in this like fucking circle jerk of like, there was that woman who was like, well, if you choose to dress like a cowboy, like you should really re-examine. Because you're just presenting yourself as a racist your, to people, check and I'm your like, privilege, partner. I'm just like, okay, that is so. First of all, it's so fucking ahistoric and ridiculous and shitty. Fine, but like, whatever. It's none of my business. And then you read the quote tweets, and some of them are funny or whatever. And I'm like, okay, what am I gonna add? Like, am I gonna find some stupid like GIF or like funny tweet that's relevant to it or something? Like, I'm not gonna add anything to this. So if I'm not gonna add anything particularly like funny or pertinent to the conversation, I'm just going to dip out. And what I usually do in those situations, if it makes me mad enough to think about going back to it twice, I block them. And guess what? I have like 2,000 people blocked on Twitter because I'm like, I can't, I can't, I can't be, I can't be tempted you know my, to wade into that. You know what my inclination is? To call them? Uh, it's, no, it's to put an SN in front of whatever it is that they're talking about and imagine a snail doing it. Oh, yeah. I should, I should <laughs> do that video, Take Me to right. Snurch, where the lady sings the entire... Yeah. She, like, yeah. I know it was yeah, a little yeah, meme yeah. at first, but then she did the whole thing, and like I was... Yeah, Lexi yeah. will confirm I was about to die laughing watching it. She was just kind of giving me a weird look <laughs> yeah, the entire yeah. time. Yeah, no, absolutely. <clears throat> because there's nothing... There's no, Listen, right, like... Snap a lot of people are joke. A lot of people are joker. From, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're you're being snacist if you're wearing a snap. Snack your <laughs> that's, you know what I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a you really know, good bit. Like, I love it. Sneed need to stalk yeah, about snacks. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Snacks it, nobody snacking snap <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it makes it. But listen, a lot of people online talk about how joker pilled they are. Like I'm going to become the joker, and then they. Then they get sad. It's they're depressed. I am the Joker. I'm having a great time. I am laughing <laughs> like constantly. Uh, the mayor, Batman, is not stopping me. You know what I'm saying? Like no one can stop. I'm having the fucking best time of my life because I just cannot stop laughing. People like, hate you're, on the you're, algorithm, you're, but the algorithm <laughs> shows me all kinds of really cool Japanese jazz rock fusion from the '80s that I never asked for, but I'm happy to see it. God, so. I wish my algorithm showed yeah. me anything that nice. <laughs> Yeah, no, all the algorithm is showing me is really fun people to to talk about, uh, I don't know, snacism, right? <laughs> yeah, my algorithm is just, like, fucking idiots with pit viper avies that just, I don't even want to get into it, twit, like... Okay, but you know about the, you saw the Instagram thing, right? Like, the Instagram, uh, the guy posting a, a pair of immaculate breasts in his Discover page. Mm, mm-hmm. It was like... And he was just like, why the fuck would Instagram show me this? How dare they? It's like, my brother in Christ, it's because you are looking at Yeah, like, do you not know how algorithms work? Like, if you're, you should really know. This is my Instagram know. discover page. I can't. Uh, just, it's okay, just yeah. all no, not bad. Not bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, other people, what? That's how, that's what it's supposed to do, is No, no God, I'm not telling myself. Let me look at mine. I haven't been on Instagram forever. <laughs> mine is probably beefy, large beefy men and the most beautiful bbws you've ever seen in your life that's that's, that's mine is just guitars and shit that's boring nothing cool oh do that that's awful man that's worse that's way worse dude. <laughs> yeah that's worse. like oh yeah uh, they're, they're like this fucking fat piece of shit 36 year old guy he loves like slow metal core like it's just showing those boring <laughs> fucking shit and like knock him the fuck out with beer commercials and shit like uh they've got me pegged oh wait Nothing, nothing on earth makes me laugh harder than the way that beer is, like, <laughs> like literally is marketed to men. Yeah, dude, like, in a, in a, it's one. Of, it's like cartoons. Do you hate your bitch wife? Men. I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's seen, that's the old way of the doing. Last time I saw a beer commercial, it's like not beer commercials. No, it's the cans. Them, so, like, oh. listen, I, oh, I the, the cans themselves. 
Yes, yeah, the the cans and the artwork is like Saturday morning, nineteen ninety. It's very oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're fucking us up, right? They're going for the they're going for the nostalgia and they're winning every goddamn uh, like, time. You're talking about the cool right. guy on the voodoo, this cool skeleton. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> like this yeah I'm talking neat. about I'm talking about like deep fates on the voodoo. <laughs> See, like I'm I'm a piece of shit white trash guy. I've been drinking Coors oh, Light absolutely. for forever. I actually so. drink hams. I'll I drink a, I'll drink right. nice beers from time to time, but for the most part, I, I don't know. I don't drink a lot of beer anyway i'm only drinking beer because i'm podcasting you know no i don't i don't even drink beer like I, it's wild to me that i'm a fucking i'm a podcast like not a podcast I'm, it was wild to me that i'm a beer merch. yeah that's more, that's like, actually more like yeah i i literally like my job is to fucking know about beer and so mm-hmm. also to like to, to merch it and then the other fucking half of it is like people are like oh what do you drink and i'm like oh when i drink i get a tummy ache like it hurts my, <laughs> it hurts my belly and like people are like what the fuck because i'm a big yeah, I'm a big guy. Like I'm a when big, I drink, it's ketamine guy. and Benadryl. Like fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I'm gonna get drunk, I'm just taking 75 Benadryl. <laughs> I'm, <hanging laughs> I'm gonna beat man. the shit out of the hat man. <laughs> yeah, it's Miller time. He says as he cracks open a bottle of codeine cough syrup. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get kicked off the hat man's podcast for calling him a slur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm imagining a. I'm imagining the slur, the slur, but with an H in front of it, and it's very funny. <laughs> there you go. You can't, you can't say it, but can't it's very funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's, oh, my God. It's okay, though. Uh, speaking of slurs. The machine elves do have a the, the machine elves do have a hood pass, so it's okay for them. Right. <laughs> yeah, they can say it. I loved, oh, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I think, the episode with Janie. Uh, we you got uh you offended a white person by calling them an ice ape and i just gotta tell you oh yeah no we that that keeps coming back up (laughs) i'm stealing that hard that fucking (laughs) kicks so much ass i cannot even imagine getting offended by if somebody called me an ice ape i would give them money that's so fucking funny dude like what are you talking about (laughs) it's listen I want to be the Mexican Dr. Umar. I don't yeah. know if you know who Dr. Umar is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to be the Mexican Dr. Umar. Hardcore. Right? Like, I love... His his anti-white racism is levels that I've never even seen. The other Brother, day, my best friend is Mexican, literally... and there's something about... Like, I think you, he touched out on that a little bit with, like, the uh, the Mario and the Sombrero thing. Like, me- yeah, Mexican yeah. people, like, they, you can't hurt their feelings, and they love... They love... Like, my best friend is... Uh, fucking Mexican guy. He loves making like Jew jokes to me, and it's funny. Yeah, yeah. You can't hurt his yeah. feelings, and he does it's, it. It's just what what we do, you know. It's there's a well. I think a lot of it has to do like there's an actual reason for it, and I think it's because like, especially in America, you your home like your culture, it's right there. It's right. It's you see it all around you. It's fucking especially like in California, like it's right there. Especially like when I was in SoCal, it's right there. It's the border's right there. I go over there. It's not for me. It's not. That's. I'm. <laughs> that's not. I'm not. I'm not it. I'm not in it enough. I, there's no fucking way I could ever be what they want me to be. But when I'm in America, I'm also not enough either. So yeah. like you're in this weird fucking like limbo of of like you are a race, but you're also an ethnicity, but you're also not. You're neither. You're none of those things. Yeah. Right? You're all of those things, and you have to just kind of go your own way. And eventually, the only thing you can really like. I think most people, like most like Chicano and Mexican people have this, or like most Latino people in America that were born and raised here, have an understanding that culture, like not culture, but like race, especially like, especially in the Bay Area, but like race is a social construct for the most part, mm-hmm. right? Like it, there's more social elements to it than actual physical elements. Sure. Like the colorism and color stuff, that's part of it. But that's not the whole, that's not the totalitarian, like, that's not the total aspect of it. It's wild to me because, like, in the Bay Area where I live, uh, I'm constantly getting called, um, like, the N-word by, uh, like, Indian dudes who are darker than me. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, I do not know (laughs) what you're saying. That's an experience that's very foreign to me. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. It's a Bay experience. That's like that uh, back in Columbus that used to happen to me a lot. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's weird. No, no, no. It, I don't know if you're being serious or not. No, they just called me I save. Yeah, 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 correct. No, but but for real, like Indian dudes out here, um, especially like, like third or fourth generation, uh, will call each other the N word in a loving way, but will call everyone else 
like like in the same like soft a to each other like as just a way to talk but then they'll call everyone else the actual n-word you know <laughs> like and they'll just put their race in front of it so they'll be like you chinese and then n-word right That's and not we're like <laughs> no not at all right and it's it's a sure, it's so not to laugh but crazy... i've been called a, a jewish soft a by some of my yeah yeah <laughs> it's so fucking yeah, yeah. true doc like yeah <laughs> It's like, what was that line in a, what's that Adam Sandler movie? Uh, the Jewel movie. God damn it. We, uh, 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 uncut. Yes. Jews. It was like, why, why do these Jewish, you know, slurs love basketball so much? I had that exact thing <laughs> said to me once when I got too, I got too worked up watching basketball on TV by one of my Hispanic friends. Very funny. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy. No, for real. That is, it's wild to me. Um, but also, like, I don't know, there's all kinds of shit out here. Like, California is not, California is not real. It's not a real place. <laughs> like, the Bay Area especially is just not fucking real. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just an insane, it's an outlier of humanity. Like, it's just a, I have experiences here. There are, there are, like, hood Chinese dudes out here that get full, like, get full on end passes out here. And the, the, their names are, like, Ling, you know, like, Lin Shu Dao, like you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, like they're for real deal, and they get full hood passes, say the n word, everything, and they've uh, been knighted. You know. Yeah, I, and, and they get they're just, <laughs> nice, solid. <laughs> but yeah, and it's just normal. Like you have to just accept that, right? And like I can't even imagine a Chinese guy calling me that. Like I don't even know what I would do, dog. Yeah, no, seriously. I've had, dude, I've had it happen to me before because, like, I used to skate, right? Yeah. Skating is a white people thing to do out here in the Bay. It's, like, it's a white signifier. But I used to skate purely just because bikes were too expensive. That's how broke I was growing up. Bikes yeah. were way too expensive for me. So finding a, a board on the street and slapping new shit on there it was much cheaper. So I used to, yeah, so I used to, like... You didn't understand that in bad communities, bikes are functionally community property and you can just help yourself to one? Okay, listen... I don't live in a bad community. I actually live in a very nice. I grew up in a suburb, but I was oh, broke. Oh, okay. Mm. I, was the, I was the only. Yeah, I was the only person that was poor in the suburb, which honestly is a worse experience than being in a poor community. community. Yeah. Grab one. Yeah. No. They they probably, it's like a pre you know the modern bike share programs probably just you know, ripped <laughs> off that idea. My friends, I had friends of mine that grew up outside of like they grew up on like 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 the East Bay and like really shitty neighborhoods. Like some of them grew up in the Union, like Union City, which Union City's not bad, but it has some rough areas. They grew up out there and they grew up broke and poor. And the way that they talk about growing up is like, there's some ugliness to it. Sure. Like there's some like, but there's a camaraderie where they all hung out and kind of knew that they didn't have shit together. Whereas like I was the only kid. I remember in high school, I didn't have shoes for two years. So I would just like, staple whatever i could find to like wood and try and make my own shoes and literally i just didn't have shoes because my dad was a meth head and i didn't have fucking any ways to make money and like i no one everyone on like that i worked with or that i like went to school with just thought i was like a weird kid that they, they couldn't fathom that it wasn't they just thought that i wanted to be just thought you were like a quirky Not art that, kid yeah not the fact that i had no shoes that yeah. I, like, it was either this or go to school barefoot do you, know, do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's kind of like you grow up like that, and you, it fucks you up. It fucks your brain up. It makes it so that you can't ask for shit from anybody, mm-hmm. right? Like you just because you know you're not gonna get it. Yeah. Right? You can't you can't be like, oh, can I get some? No, you're not gonna get that shit. Whereas my friends, my homies that grew up out there, not one of them didn't have shoes. Even if they didn't have nice shoes, m- motherfuckers put their pulled their resources together or gave them some old shoes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there was. There was resources out there. There's, there was nothing for us. We had nothing. I grew up like real deep in the capitalism. That's the thing is like you might be broken stuff. I'm like, but the th- I don't know, I'm talking out my ass here because I, I also grew up in the yeah. suburbs. But like, seems like seems to me in like outlier and like cultural communities, like people would do things like you said, pool their resources, they look out for each other a lot. Versus in when you're broke in the suburbs, you're just fucked because nobody in the suburbs has any semblance or modicum of community whatsoever. No, everybody's just alienated from one another. Absolutely. There was a very much man. I went to school with people um, 
I went to school with people, like, because it's a small town. We went all the way, like, from fucking graduating, like, the from, like, the first grade all the way to graduating high school together. Like, same classes. Sure. We never split up. Uh, they not i did not i didn't know where one of them lived in my entire time going to school here they knew where each other lived because they would go to functions because they had parents that had didn't have drug problems so they had parents yeah, like pick each other parents. up and fucking whatever yeah, yeah and, and but i didn't i was literally I, there's i didn't know where anyone lived i literally no one knew where i lived i was a complete fucking mystery and i went to you know like that's what 12 years to know a person and they not didn't know a fucking thing about me yeah that's fucking and they, crazy they man. thought it yeah, they thought it was because I was like weird. I was a weird kid because I had fucked up clothes and I used to have to sew my own clothes together and shit. And they thought I was just being a weird art kid. But no, I was broke. I had nothing. <laughs> yeah, they can't. It's like <laughs> you know they wouldn't know. They couldn't even recognize it, basically. Yeah, literally. Yeah, they just thought I was like, a, they're like, oh, Marcos is smelly. I'm like, I haven't been home in two weeks, bitch. Right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, it's and it's a weird. I don't know. It. it that kind of that is where a lot of like the homie manifesto shit grew up because or kind of like came from because i recognize that shit and i see it in other people now i see how isolated everyone is and it makes me want to fucking do something about it because that's that's literally the for me the biggest problem on earth that we're facing like the biggest challenge the the real catastrophe that's coming towards us is how isolated all of us are yeah right we are completely fucking alone we are the most lonely of any point in human history even though we're the most connected which is like this weird dichotomy of ironic dichotomy like i think about that a lot man it's fucked up it's well it's it's a marketing thing right that's my genuine belief that it all comes from like being able it comes from being able to it it happened in the 50s it made it that everyone got split up into demographics and now cohorts and it makes it easier for you to market to. You become a vector for marketing, right? All your decisions and everything you think about become something that can be sold. So it's easier for it's easier for me to like, you like look at you being like glasses, beard, Jewish, beer drinker. All right, I know how to sell something to this guy. Versus like, you know, you know, being able to look at this guy and be like, um, he likes. Uh, guitar riffs I think you know, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like that you know like having really knowing you like knowing you as a person it it changes semiotics dude that like every the only yeah, like yeah. in a situation in a, in a, I don't know we're not we're getting like way out of left field here but fuck it who cares and yeah, this, this kind of like shit it's way better than all oh, those poor stories yeah. fuck man I wish I yeah. uh, <laughs> I wish I had some weed but like it's all semiotics, man. Like you want to get it weird into like fucking philosophy and critical <laughs> theory and shit. Like, and in this kind of society where like the only way that people have to express themselves is like what they purchase, you know, mm-hmm. everything down to like, yeah, you say like a beanie, fucking glasses, V-neck, whatever. If you saw me walking around, you'd be like, oh, I'll do that. I could tell you exactly what kind of fucking do that is. And it's not like it's even like really a conscious Funko pop guy. What's that? Yeah, exactly, dude. <laughs> yeah, you just yeah. like see somebody and yeah. you're like, this person is that. And it's like, not even that we have, at this point even have a fucking conscious choice. Like we're just born into this like fucking tide of the spectacle or whatever. And like we are who we are. And some of it is by choice. We have these choices that we can make by what we purchase. But a lot of it is like what we're fucking born into even. It's so weird. Oh, it's, it's, it's past the point of even purchasing. Like, at least back in the day, you could, could get a cool pair of sunglasses about it. Nowadays, like, I saw this thing the other day this guy is making and selling because he wants to be famous. He has no talents, no discernible abilities, no reason that he should be famous, no shininess or excellent qualities. They made an app that makes it look like you're doing an Instagram live stream with thousands of people. They're just going around like, hey, look on my live stream. You want to say hi to everybody? It's got all the <laughs> shit going up. And as my brain was, it was just after we recorded last night too. So my brain was particularly ready to boil itself in its own juices. Mm-hmm. But I, I was about to scream watching this, just like the layers of, um, yeah, you don't even need to sell people a product. You don't, you don't need to buy anything to express so because we've developed, I know, social capital, but like actually social capital with a capital C capital, like tech, like real, no, it's real, man. Clout is capital. And what is capital? What is money? But government sanctioned clout, really, when you think about it. 
At least money's yeah. value is based on the clout of the organization that uh, backs it and good food and legal tender bullshit. Uh, I'm kind of you know about the. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> I can tell. I can tell. Do <laughs> you know about the Supreme? Have you read the Supreme Object of Ideology by Zizek? No, I read I started... Real Philosophers. Thanks. <laughs> I uh, I started rereading it. No, I can't find a copy uh, of it at a bookstore, and I'm kind of on my physical book kick. And I seem to recall it was kind of expensive on Amazon at some point. And I yeah, got it's, past it's not. It's like, nah, he's not scary enough. Just steal, you just steal stuff, man. That's I, I haven't bought in a book in like fucking. I haven't years. seen it no, anywhere. Not... Have you seen the fucking philosophy section in a contemporary normal bookstore? It's so it's like, bad. Yeah, like half price books, it's like, it's like two reason. shelves, and <laughs> yeah. the rest of it is yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like that's no. I'm saying steal it like online, like just download. Oh yeah, yeah. no, I don't like, like reading books on computers. I actually kind of agree right. with that. It sucks. I mean, I'll do it if I have to, but it's not as fun. I keep meaning to get a new Kindle, because that's all right. The e-ink's pretty good. No, I have a Kindle. I have a Kindle. Like, I have an e-ink Kindle. That's literally what I do. I yeah. just read it like that. Yeah, that's, no, Kindles are great for that, but I don't like reading on, like, a... Comic books are good on an iPad. Some, like, essays are good on a tablet, but, like, I don't like reading a whole book that way. But, okay, so I started rereading The Supreme, the Supreme Object of Ideology, and it got to a point where he's talking about a movie. I don't even remember the name of the movie, but in the movie there's two characters, and one of them is a... Force of order, one of them the become... other's kind of a force of chaos, kind of a clown kind of guy. <laughs> no, 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 no. One of them is a... Um, one of them ends up, like, becoming a Russian... Uh, what is that called? Uh, Agent. Like a Russian... like a No, yes, yeah, a Soviet spy, right? And, like, an actual spy for the Soviets. And the other one is, like, a guy who is, like openly communist and he never ends up doing anything like he doesn't even really get into the, into the party he can't get into the party because he makes himself a target and he talks about he talks about that he says that like uh one of the interesting dichotomies of these two characters is that the one who has no interest in communism has no interest in any of these things, just essentially wants to be more of themselves, like true to themselves, is the one that ends up becoming a more useful tool for the Soviets. Because, versus the other one that is trying to be the person, being like, no, I'm an, I am a communist, I am a, uh, for the party, and that guy is more or less not useful to them because everyone can see who they are immediately. Right. And then he talks about how like the inverse of that ends up becoming something that people like there's a freedom in that. Right. Where like he said, the the uh, the best policy, the best policy isn't honesty. It's deception through honesty. And like fucking I, I think about that all the time because like I, I fall in that a lot of way. <laughs> well, I he, he raises up his his, uh, his sub genius shirt. No, but I, mean, like, I think about that all the fucking time. Because, uh, like, me, I've always been myself in a, in a way that is, that is, like, baffling to people. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, extremely baffling. Like, when I had a boyfriend for a while, like, people would be like, dude, you're gay? Like, you, yeah. you look like it. You know, like, what's, what's going on with that? And I'd be like, I'm not gay, man. And they were like, <laughs> they would be like, what? Like, that, you have a boyfriend? I'm like, yeah, but we're not gay. And they <laughs> and they wouldn't they wouldn't understand what I was saying because at the end of the day what I was really saying was that I'm me right like the this the, what all these labels and shit that people are putting on me even like I used to get really butthurt when I was an artist and I used to paint and draw and stuff and I my first ever uh, gallery show that I ever did in San Jose got labeled as I got labeled as a Chicano artist and. That had no, I was that had nothing to do with what I was, I was drawing skulls and shit. That had nothing to do. Yeah. You know, I was drawing like badass skulls. It had nothing to do with fucking Chicano art shit. But I kept getting up and coming, uh, bringing a Latin street flavor to his art. I don't know what the fuck are they <laughs> talking fucking about? Racist. You yeah. Know what I'm, yeah, literally it was racist, and I was very upset by that. Like it, it soured me from ever going back because I refused to to step into that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like. That made me a target. It made it harder for me to get fucking places. It made it harder for me to get shows after that. And, like, me refusing to step in a in a kind of, some kind of, like, role for anyone really is freeing, right? It's it's extremely freeing. Sure. Um, 
the way that people assume the things that they assume about me and me breaking those assumptions purely just by being like myself is it is like a huge thing about like i don't know i i try to walk with that kind of integrity where like i don't really have any kind of choice to be whatever the fuck i want to be you know like i when i was a kid um i remember every year in high school they used to have like a this is a wild fucking memory because it's it, when i think about it it's extremely pedophilic but uh <laughs> in high school they good used night to folks they had teachers hold on they had teachers vote on who the prettiest girl was yeah. at school yeah no good yeah yeah and you could put yeah you could put your you could put your name in it right like anyone could, could nominate anyone put their name in it and then the teachers would vote who like was prettiest and they would wait the it. teachers were voting here the, yeah that fucking sucks dude yes like that's really yeah, weird to dude. have kids vote for that but i was like wait a minute no no no, no. wait teachers, a minute yeah no teachers would, yeah yeah it got weird it's weird than that i remember this and every year I would put my I would put my own name, and and everyone would be like Marcos, like oh that's so funny that's so funny. But I genuinely thought like I can win. I'm fucking yeah. so gorgeous. Dude. Bono, Bono won woman <laughs> like, like Bono won a prize for like woman of the year one time. So why can't you? Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm a, I'm a pretty fucking girl, dude. Fuck you guys. Right? Like, at least as pretty as Bono. Kind of like the Mexican exactly. Bono is what I always tell people. <laughs> yeah. No, but. Yeah, that that inability to be caged, right? That like, even for a bit, even if it's a joke, even if you're like, you know, doing a joke, but the the joke is is that you are free. Is is a fucking, it's huge. It's it's yeah. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Um, I hate to do this, guys. Can we take like two seconds? I have to pee so fucking bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. man. I have been like like fucking antsy for the last like ten minutes, and I don't no, want to like no, be ahead. distracting. Is that cool? 